reading is taken from Isaiah, chapter 60, verses 1 to 6. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the peoples. But the Lord will arise upon you, and his glory will appear over you. Nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Lift up your eyes and look around. They all gather together, they come to you. Your sons shall come from far away, and your daughters shall be carried on their nurses' arms. Then you shall see and be radiant. Your heart shall thrill and rejoice, because the abundance of the sea shall be brought to you. The wealth of the nation shall come to you. A multitude of camels shall cover you, the young camels of Midian and Ephah. All those from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and frankincense and shall proclaim the praise of the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. The Gospel reading today comes from Matthew's Gospel, chapter 2, beginning at the first verse. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising, and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for, for from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word, so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then, opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. May the words of my mouth and the thoughts of our hearts be now and always acceptable in your sight, O Lord our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. Often, when exploring and contemplating events from the Bible, it is helpful to create word pictures that might build up images in our heads and make us feel involved in the stories that we hear. When speaking of the wise men, most of us already have our own ideas embedded in our brains, many of them from Christmas cards showing three characters with camels riding through the desert 
on their journey to Bethlehem. This pandemic year, there's been cartoons circulating where one wise man says to the other two, if anyone asks, we're all from the same household. And some of the three men arriving in Bethlehem after their long journey, only to realise that they've forgotten their face masks. Something we can all relate to. It's all symbolic of a Christmas none of us expected when we began 2020. Like many others, in my house, there are still gifts waiting to be given when it's safe and sensible to do so. It feels a bit like the wise men being told to prepare, but then to put their plans on hold. Perhaps we too are people forced to go by another road from that we expected when we set out at the beginning of last year. We don't know how many Magi visited Jesus at the time Matthew tells of, but with gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh, it fits well to have three bearers of gifts fit for a king in their nativity scenes, even if they are only representative of a greater number. There's a lot of stuff around these men that has found its way into art, music and folklore, which isn't actually mentioned in the Bible. There are no camels, for example, but it speaks volumes of the enduring appeal of these people as characters in a story and how differently we may relate to each of them. Perhaps they are like many of us as we set off on a Christian journey, but unlike the shepherds who received angelic guidance as to where to find God's revelation, it sometimes has to be enough to just keep trying to head in the right direction, trusting that God will be there at the end. In my view, currently there's this tension between the routine journeys we are not making versus finding where we are on life's big journey. Many people have told me that they actually miss the train to and from work or crawling through rush hour traffic in a way they never thought likely. Maybe it's enforced change that seems so unpalatable. Yet rather than impatiently longing for a return to the previous normality, we could use this extra time to reflect upon where we find ourselves on our personal life journeys. When we look back on this stage of our pilgrimage, Will we feel that we considered our fellow travellers? God definitely offers possibilities beyond those that we may have seen so far. And it is possible that new horizons are beckoning us. Imagine the journeys of those fleeing war and persecution. There is no certainty of the route, the conditions, whether they will meet kindness or evil along the way. Think of those fleeing domestic abuse. Will there be protection and guidance as they take those first few steps to what they hope will be freedom and safety? What we meet on each of our journeys through life may make God hard to find 
or be his very revelation. But few will have a smooth journey and some will find it hard to keep going at times. The Magi understood that they had met the true King of the Jews and that this would not be well received by Herod, who must therefore be an imposter, and their judgment proved well placed when he later lashed out by killing all Bethlehem children under two years old. They left for their country by another road, we are told. They saw things differently after meeting Jesus. Did they get an insight into the change that was ahead? The servant king, a helpless baby, contrasted with a tyrant? It becomes apparent that the best each one of us can do is recognise that we depend upon each other when the star fades and we feel uncertain as to which is the best way forward. We're not left looking onto wise men journeying in picture postcard perfection, but are fellow travellers finding ourselves in anything but the perfect Christmas scene, recognising that we step out each day in God's grace. The trouble with so many Christmas cards is that the star is so bright, Bethlehem so obvious, it's all cut and dried. To be fair, it wouldn't be great on a card if it weren't so, but neither does it reflect our own struggles for spiritual discernment. Later in Matthew's Gospel, Jesus himself helps us to understand this when he speaks of the kingdom of heaven as being like treasure hidden in a field, like a merchant in search of fine pearls, like a tiny mustard seed. We may not always recognise his kingship, manifesting itself in unpredictable ways, but however epiphany may be understood or recognised by each one of us, being open to finding God in unexpected places is all part of the journey. Isaiah tells of light being brought into the darkness, which will draw kings and nations to praise it. His portrayal of God's revelation is one that grows as the light spreads further, together with much rejoicing. Isaiah knew that although the Israelites had returned from exile to ruin and poverty, that once they came to recognise the grace of God in their lives, things would begin to change. He told them, you shall see and be radiant. This radiance would enrich their lives through new and restored relationships. Both Isaiah and Matthew reassure us that each one of us is loved and called by God. A message of hope and comfort for all who currently find themselves in darkness, that they will once again emerge to find the light. Amen. O God, who by the leading of a star manifested your only Son to the peoples of the earth, mercifully grant that we who know you now by faith 
may at last behold your glory face to face through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.